Good morning, good morning, good morning, guys, and welcome back to Morning Magic with Raven Lynn Lipford. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this early morning. Look, waking up early means that you have proven to yourself you can make decisions that positively and powerfully impact your day. And I'm so glad that you started to, you be, you chose, excuse me, to start your day with education rather than with anything else. Let's get right into it. On today's discussion, we're going to be talking about how to make difficult decisions in your business. As we all know, whether you have a business or not, life is made of a huge accumulation of so many small, daunting decisions. Today, we're going to talk about how to navigate these decisions. The first thing that you want to do is avoid decision fatigue by making hard choices early. In the last episode, we talked about the beauty and the power of rising up early, and here we see it echoed again. When faced with too many different decisions, we often opt for the easy default option that will not disrupt the status quo or existing condition. This doesn't necessarily mean the course of action is the best. It simply means we're suffering from what is known as decision fatigue. (laughs) On a practical level, this means that the more decisions we make throughout the day, the more difficult it becomes as the day wears to make difficult, excuse me, well thought out decisions, as opposed to simply sticking with what is easy and convenient, or worse, deciding on a rash course of action. To combat this, plan to devote time to the decision-making process early in the morning while you still feel mentally fresh. Also, organize your thought process. If you're anything like me, you may find comfort in the process of listing out the pros and cons of a decision. Starting with the list-making process can be a good way to get the various upsides and downsides of any decision out of your head and onto paper. This process of creating emotional distance can be a good place to start, as it enables you to see the situation clearly. From there, it's easier to get a clear sense of exactly what you're facing. However, the issue that may arise with the pros and cons list is that it can make certain aspects of your decision seem to have equal weight when reality some points will matter more than others. To counteract this, consider a more nuanced approach to the basic pros and cons list. Beyond simply listing out positive and negatives, use a ranking system for your pros and cons list, and it can help add weight to items that might otherwise appear to be evenly matched. Number three, don't ignore your emotions surrounding the decision. What emotions do you find yourself associating with each decision outcome? This is a a more subtle way of using your intuition or gut reaction to make a decision, and the emotional aspect of a decision making should not be overlooked. In fact, and this is so interesting, research suggests that our ability to make decisions is fundamentally tied to our emotions. And in order to make decisions, we are reliant on our ability to process information on an emotional level. So we should not attempt to divorce them from the process. The trick here is to use your emotions as a tool rather than making the decision entirely based on how you feel on an emotional level in the heat of the moment. Take a moment to think about the potential outcomes of each option and think about how they will make you feel in the future. Say one year down the road. This tactic, sometimes called the fast forward method, enables you to get a sense of how the decision will impact your life in the grand scheme rather than tomorrow or the next day. Vividly imagine each scenario and consider how the options make you feel. Does the prospect of living with one outcome make you feel considerably happier? 
more at ease or more confident, using your emotions to map out the benefit of each outcome in the long term can be a useful tool. Another one is imagine you're helping someone else to make the decision. What advice would you tell a friend, a sibling, or a partner if they were faced with the same decision you are currently facing? This concept, this concept termed self-distance and a study of decision-making in long-term relationships was found to result in a more mature, wise reasoning and overall better decision-making. It involves coming at your current situation from the perspective of a third party and framing your advice and suggested choice as though to a friend or to an, another party. Take a moment to imagine that you are the advice giver. What would you say? And from the position of an outsider looking in, you may be able to shed some light on which course of action appears best from the outside. Consider the complete opposite course of action. <laughs> if you are faced with a difficult decision between two potential options, consider adding additional options to the mix that are the polar opposite of the decision you were weighing. This strategy, amusingly referred to as the Constanza Principle, relies on the fact that our own instincts might not always lead to the best decision. By bringing in an additional option that represents the opposite course of action than what you would normally be inclined to take, and evaluating it as a legitimate option, you may encounter flaws in your thought process or new aspects you've never even considered. <laughs> One of my personal favorites, sell yourself each option. Pitch it to yourself. Have you ever had the experience of trying to justify a decision you made to a friend or family member and finding you can't really sell it <laughs> as well out loud as you did in your head? On the flip side, you may have also encountered experience where you've suddenly passionately advocated and, av and <laughs> you've suddenly and passionately advocated for a choice that you might not have realized how much you cared about until you were forced to defend it. Talk through your options with yourself and the people in your life. How do you find yourself describing each option? Which one feels better? How does it sound to you? How does it make you feel? And our last one but not least, don't take in too much information at a time. Having a clear understanding of the facts surrounding a decision is important, but it's possible to take in entirely too much information. In the context of making difficult business decisions, too much information can hurt your process. Research has shown that having more information doesn't necessarily lead to making better decisions, but rather can result in our shifting focus unnecessarily to specific aspects of the decision at the loss of the big picture. Does this mean you shouldn't do your research? Not at all. Tough business-related decisions like hiring new employees, choosing a location, or relocating definitely require research. However, it doesn't mean that information overload isn't your friend and can hinder your ability to see the impact of the decision holistically. If this is you, and if you have been struggling to make decisions, I hope that this information helped. This article was written by Brianna Morjean. She is a copywriter, copy editor, and freelance writer who covers the various facets of small business and entrepreneurship space. If you like some of her um, tips and tools that she shared with us today, find her on bidsketch.com or wherever else you can find her name. Thank you guys so much for being here, and I hope that this has blessed your day. Bye-bye.